Bible. I believe Jesus is going to speak to us. Amen. I mean, if you're ready to eat, amen. I'm ready to eat because I'm hungry. The Lord is going to speak to us. So lift up your Bibles and you say this after me. Lord Jesus, uh, influence me this morning. Holy Spirit, I want to hear your voice, not the voice of Charles, not the voice of me. Maybe I may physically speak, but I pray that every single word will be directed by you, Lord. I pray those who hear now and those who hear online and the later part of this day and the throughout the week, I pray they will be touched by your presence and they will never be the same. I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So we are actually uh, continuing the whole uh, season where God has called us uh, to experience. Zechariah 4, 6 is the anchor verse for us for this year, 2023. Not by power, not by might, but by the spirit of the living God. And, uh, and that's what we are holding on to. And this week we are continuing uh, on the book of Acts. So we just started January 1st and we are only on the second chapter. We will still stay one more week in the second chapter. And last week we talked about how uh, Peter, who was a bozo, became a, a Bezos by the power of the Holy Spirit empowerment. And then we also talked about uh, how Jesus empowered uh, Peter uh, to a point where he could able to see uh, and address the great reversal. He talked about the two men, the first Adam and the last Adam. So he was preaching with greater boldness. So all these are available on social media. You can go to YouTube or you know uh, iTunes or even uh, podcast. You can find it on SoundCloud. So this morning we will continue what Peter was talking under the influence of the Holy Spirit. You know, in America, if you, they call it DUI, you know, so we are continuing the DUI, but it is, a, it is, it is not under the intoxication of uh, any other spirits, but under the influence of the Holy Spirit. So we will, we will continue uh, from Acts chapter 2, from verses 24 to verse 40. It's a quite a handful so we will just meditate on few of those verses, but I think we need to uh, get the context before we get into uh, what the Lord wants to speak to us. Acts chapter 2 from verse 24 to verse 40. The topic this morning is raw, R-A-W, raw, uh, organic gospel, pure as it is, no artificial flavors added. And how many of you know that uh, we are now moving towards more organic stuff, you know. There is a tend, there is an increase in desire. I mean, I've been doing some research to raise some chickens. And uh, the normal chickens have only 350 mg of omega-3 content. But the organic chickens have goes to up to 250 to 300. And uh, there are locally breed and they can produce up to 240 eggs per year. So I'm doing some research. Maybe in the coming weeks, if you see hundreds or 200 chickens roaming around, uh, it's because of, you know, the kids are now going to have some organic eggs because we have three of them. So uh, the reason why I'm doing some research is because I'm, I'm trying to learn what you put inside is what you get outside, you know. <laughs> if you eat kurkur, 
and uh, lace chips <laughs> for a moment on your lips forever on your hips you know so we know what's happening so we kind of learn what to eat what not to eat you know and uh, yesterday i don't know whether you came to realize there is a mafia they found out in italy italy about the oil olive oil fraud i don't know anybody heard that i mean it's ridiculous it's a scam people go to harish and buy for 4000 liters rupees for 5 liters an olive oil which is actually not an olive oil at all so you hear stories like this and uh, and we we really need to come to a point where okay charles i heard all those things what's your point the point is when it comes to gospel we can tend to dilute it in such a way it's palatable to people's ears but then when you read this story this is a raw gospel peter is preaching and you see the result and that's what we will meditate here okay now let's go jump into this verse 24 but god raised him up releasing him bringing to an end to the agony of death since it was impossible for him to be held in death's power so this is where we finished last week that the old adam was put to death by the last adam the last adam could not be put to death because death had no power over the last adam because the last adam did not fall in sin like the old adam and that's why it was impossible the death could not touch jesus and that's why jesus came out from the grave and we we talked about it in length so we'll continue now verse 25 for david says to him i saw the lord constantly before me and he is at my right hand so that i will not be shaken uh, from the state of my security i'm reading from the amplified version so it's bit you know extra in depth stuff therefore my heart rejoiced and my tongue exclude excluded exceedingly moreover my flesh also will live in hope that is will encamp in anticipation of the resurrection for you will not forsake me abandon my soul to hades nor let your holy one undergo decay you have made known the ways of life you will fill me with joy with your presence and verse 29 brothers i may confidently and freely say to you regarding the patriarch david he both died and was buried and his tomb is with us to this day and also and being a prophet and knowing fully that god has sworn to him with an oath that he would seat one of his descendants on his throne he foresaw and spoke prophetically of the resurrection of christ the messiah the anointed and he was not abandoned to hades nor did his body undergo decay god raised this jesus and we are all witnesses therefore having been exalted to the right hand of god having received from the father the promise of the holy spirit he has poured out this blessing which you now both see and hear for david did not ascend into heavens yet he himself says the lord the father said to my lord the son sit at my right hand until i make your enemies a footstool of your for your feet therefore let all the house of israel recognize beyond all doubt that god has made him both lord and christ messiah anointed that jesus whom you crucified now when you heard this this beautiful they were cut to heart with remorse and anxiety and they said to peter and to the rest of the apostles brothers 
what are we to do do and peter said to them repent change your old way of thinking turn from your sinful ways accept and follow jesus as the messiah and be baptized each of you in the name of jesus christ because of the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the holy spirit for the promise of the holy spirit is for you and for your children and for all those who are far away including the gentiles and as many as the lord our god calls to himself and peter solemnly testified and continued to admonish and urge him with many more words saying be saved from this crooked and unjust generation so that's a, a handful of text to deal with today i mean uh, just to give you a nutshell uh, peter was under the influence of the holy spirit and i believe the baptism of the holy spirit is not speaking in tongues though it may have a resemblance of it but the baptism of the holy spirit is the power of jesus to witness jesus to this world amen i mean i think i've said this many times over the course of the last two uh, weeks because we misunderstand the baptism of the holy spirit to speaking in tongues it may have a resemblance it may have uh, you know a beginning part of it but it does not end there it is it is it is like a fuel in the engine that helps you to witness boldly i mean there are times when you don't know how to pray the holy spirit prays on your behalf and the, and when you speak in tongues that the, it's not the end by itself it is a means to the end which means to receive the power that god is giving you to witness so peter though he spoke in tongues and people are gathered and they thought man you guys are drunk and peter stood up i mean if he was in tamil nadu you would have said tasmak is not open at 9 o'clock guys we are not drunk and then it didn't stop there he continued and he started saying this man you've been crucified and we talked about it last week and he said this man is man is not the old adam is a new adam is the last adam this man did not come from the nature of the old adam but from the nature of god and death could not swallow him alive and that's why paul writes in first corinthians 15 o death where is your victory where is your sting and so peter continues with the power of the holy spirit to witness now jesus christ it's up in the screen i believe is god to be received trusted obeyed followed and imitated okay jesus did not preach a religion jesus did not invite us to be part of a religious organization jesus did not start or endorse any religion jesus is not a program jesus is not something that you go and add on as you, in your life as an accessory jesus is god to be received trusted obeyed followed and imitated and there's there's a it's a growth also in that if you see the chart it's a progressive growth that means you receive him it's he is a person to be received when you receive you just don't keep it on the shelf there are some christians they receive it they every year they receive <laughs> that's why if you go to the gospel meetings and preach every year they will receive jesus and that's the initial stage of many christians and it's he is not just to be received but to be trusted that means you learn to have a relationship with him you can't trust a stranger you know we have the saying in english trust me it will going to work i mean you're like trust you who the heck are you 
You know, we, we have this nudge inside of us, trust you or you. And even husbands say to their wife, trust me. I say to my wife, my amour, trust me. Again, she will say, you know, <laughs> the wife's, you know, uh, we're not going to go into that uh, debate now. I mean, you came to church, so I'm not going to kindle any fire. So, Jesus Christ is God to be received, trusted. And if you trust him, you got to hear his voice. So, you got to obey. So, receive, trust, you obey. When you obey, you tend to follow. You tend to not just follow, but also end up imitating him. And that's the ultimate goal of discipleship of our lives. You know that we are not called to be churchgoers. We are called to be disciples of Jesus. Amen. Do you know that Jesus, last week I highlighted this. Jesus never said to us that you will be called Christian. Do you know that? We call ourselves. When people ask us, who are you? You know, I said, example I gave was uh, Gifta was a name given by her parents. A beautiful name, Gifta. And imagine she changes her name, Mangata. <laughs> and everywhere she goes and she says, what's your name, Ma Mangata? You know, and that's how it's, it's like us. You know, we go, people ask, who are you? I say, we're Christian. That's not the name God gave us. What's the name God gave us? He said to us, you are called to be my disciple. What is a disciple? Student, follower. There is no religious context in that. There is nothing re religious inside. So when people ask you, don't fall into the trap. That's what they call you. I say to people, who are you, Charles? I say, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I don't belong to any religion. So you're an atheist. I said, I'm not a fool to believe there is no God. I follow Jesus. I'm a student of a master who happens to be a Jewish Palestinian carpenter's son who came to this world mm -hmm, and paid the price for me. And I follow him. And my goal is to be like him. There is no religion in this. We complicated it. Once, because once you agree with their statement of saying, are you a Christian? The second question will be, are you Alleluia Ghosty? <laughs> are you Alleluia Party or non-Alleluia Party? I asked a place here in, in, in the town. The first question they asked is, are you part of the Alleluia? <laughs> because the Alleluias are the louder ones. <laughs> I said, we have quite a few CMC people are coming. I said, you know, I throw that card, you know, if it works. And he said to me, <laughs> and he said to me, in CMC also a few Alleluias are there. <laughs> it's like, he's, he knows, he knows the people, you know, you know. So I'm like thinking, man, it's not a purple wagamati, you know. So I'm like, what to do? <laughs> so this is the reality. So we are labeled like that. So I want to move beyond that because this is what Jesus Christ is God to be received, trusted, obeyed, followed, and imitated. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is power of God over Peter's life to witness boldly about Jesus to the crowd. Look at this verse 29. It's up in the screen. Brothers, I may confidently and freely say to you. This is not the same Peter. The servant girl confronts him. He was warming in front of a fire. You know the story, right? The servant girl comes to confront him. She didn't confront him by saying, you are the disciple of Jesus. No, nothing like that. She confronts him. Your accent reminds, you know, your accent. He says, I don't know what you're talking about. Another one says, no, no, no. He's, he, I've seen him with him. No, man. The third time when somebody confronted, he started cursing. You know how many of you cursed before? 
I mean, we Christians, we have even Christian curse verse. We say, shoot. <laughs> Let me not go there. So Peter was, you know, the, the, the people who wrote the gospel, they kept away what did he curse. We didn't know what he cursed because our people would memorize that otherwise. And they will say, it's in the Bible, so I can curse. <laughs> so that's why they kept it out. They didn't say, you know, what he cursed. They just said he cursed. But look, this guy under the influence of the Holy Spirit, he says, brothers, I confidently and freely speak to you. Now, this is my point. Today, there is so much of new techniques to preach the gospel. You know, one of my friends, I was in Wales, he invited me a few years ago, and he said, by God's grace, people are coming to church. As uh, I said, that's fantastic. No, we changed a little bit. I said, what did you change? We started having yoga classes. I'm like, I'm preaching in Tamil. You know, and what did he say? I'm like, no, nothing. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm like, I mean, he never invited again, but probably I preached. <laughs> he didn't like it. I don't know. But the point of the matter is people come because of yoga. I mean, imagine that. I was in another state, city in America, and the pastor said, we have a tons of youth on Friday nights. I said, why? Because we have free pizza nights. What we should do to bring people inside? Of course, if you put biryani and chicken 65, and you know, people will come. But the moment you stop those things, you get, you get my point. So there, there are new techniques we do. Christ has become the peripheral, and techniques have taken the center stage. I mean, one guy, one pastor told, Charles, you're starting, what's your group of church? He's one of my friends. He said, this is what I want to tell you. Old people comes, keep the songs low, bright lights. New people come, keep the songs fast, turn off the lights. It works. It does work. It does work. You keep Stotiram Yesunada bright lights. We have few people with the, you know, mukad. You know, I feel it in my bones, in the fire. You know, that song. <laughs> turn off the lights. You know, put on some smoke mission. You get crowd. But the point of the matter is, we are moving away. Techniques have taken the center stage, peripheral part. Christ has become the peripheral part. The world still desperately wants to hear the raw gospel. No sugar-coated, no superficial, no seeker-sensitive, no cute, clever, clean presentation, no human intellectuality, not some psychological advice, but raw, undiluted, pure gospel. That's what we read just here. It was no sugar-coating, nothing. He just preached like that. The guy you crucified, he didn't say, the guy we crucified, or the guy the Romans crucified. He said, the guy you crucified, he cannot be put to death. Why? Because this is not the same Adam. He's a different Adam. He's the last Adam. Death looked at him and said, I cannot touch this guy because he's un unpolluted. He's pure. Now, there are some examples how the church has evolved. Today, the, I wrote down some few examples like new doctrines that is trying to fill the Christian living right now. One is called Chrislam. I don't know whether you heard about it. I mean, there is a Chrislam, which is Christ and Islam together. This, they say, you are from the Old and from the New Testament, all at the end of the day, it's fine. Even, you know, in, in, in Quran, it talks about the birth of Jesus, the virgin birth of Jesus, the dying of the Messiah. We talk and we say it's fine, you know, it's all fine. And it's, it's, a, it's a unification of religious happening. If you look at globally what's happening, the global leaders are coming together and they are trying to say in the name of peace, guys, this is in our world, 
you're looking at me as if like I'm talking from Pluto or Pl Venus. This is from here. It's happening. You know, there is a unification of, you know, and we tend to fall into that, being politically correct, don't want to hurt someone's feelings. The second one is the New Age movement. What is the New Age? All is one, one is all. And that's the New Age movement. We believe everything is fine, you know. And the, uh, uh, you can, you can, you can, you can do Hare Rama, Hare Krishna, still you can read Bible. That's the new age. You, you, can, you can do everything. You can pray. You can also do yoga. You can do this and do this. So it's not a big deal. Nothing is wrong. Whatever that feels you good. And that leads, next one is Scientology. I mean, some of you might know, they even read Bible. They take the words. Chris, Tom Cruise is one of the big promoter of Scientology. And then you have something called replacement theology. What they say is, God's covenant is for Israel, but God has forsaken Israel. Now we are the chosen Israel. Every promise is for me. And many Christians believe this. It's in the Pentecostal circle. It's humongously uh, the number of people, they believe that. So they say, we are the chosen Israel. We are that 100 lakh and 44,000. I don't know whether you heard those things. You know. So we are the chosen ones. But now there are more than 1 lakh 44,000. So they have to delete among their groups itself some people out. You know, so so we, we move to that replacement theology. And that's a very uh, foolish thing to do because God's covenant is for Israel. And we are grafted in like a wild olive tree. Paul talks about it in Ephesians 2. Okay, now the last one is the seeker-sensitive church gatherings. What does that mean? We want to make sure we don't hurt anybody's feeling. We don't talk sin as sin. We say uh, it, it, it's a challenge. We don't say or, you know, or any other sin is a sin. We say, it's a challenge. You know, we, we address not necessarily the holy life. We address happy life. Look at some of the sermons. I mean, probably you might have heard. God wants your best life now. Your, 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 you can have it all right now. It's all about claiming and believing and standing on the promises. God is going to give it to you. Seeker sensitive. So people feel like, wow, if I go here, if I give this, if I do this, I feel good. From the Bible. It's not the gospel. Can I tell you this? Never once Jesus preached, when he preached the gospel, he said, follow me, I will prosper you. There is not one scripture. If you find one, you come and tell me, I'll, 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 I'll buy into that. There's not one scripture Jesus comes and says, if you follow me, I will materially prosper you. Is there any scripture? I don't know. But today, the seeker sensitive movement is all about what God wants to do for you. Who is in the center? You. God is like your peon. Hmm? Kabali, sir. You know, that's, that's, he's there. He's like there. You know, I'm there for you. You know, some of you understood my humor. But that's, that God is there to serve you. But that's not the Bible. The Bible is God is not to serve you. We are by the mercy brought inside to serve him. But that doesn't sound appealing. That's why we have few people here also. Because it's him being the focus. Not you. You got a privilege. Hello. So we have these things going on. Now, the screen. It is not Christ plus something or Christ minus something. It is Christ is everything. Is there? Is it there? I don't think it's there. Okay. So how are we going to witness? 
because that's the whole topic, raw gospel. How are we going to present this raw gospel? We can't witness without the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I'm 100% convinced of that. You know, we can present, I wrote down here, it's not up on the screen, we can present Jesus as a religious guru to this world. People will buy it, you know. They will buy it. We can present Jesus as a good teacher. People will buy it. You don't need the Holy Spirit for that. You just need to say, look how he's teaching moral teachers. You know, go for an extra mile. Give, it shall be given. You can preach that. You don't need the Holy Spirit for that. You, you can preach Jesus as a moral compass to the lost world. People will buy, for, buy it, buy into it. You can present Jesus as a social reformer. The guy who fought for the poor and the needy. The guy who fought for the women's right. Okay, we can present Jesus as a miracle worker. Yeah, he did so many miracles. He just said a word, people got healed. You know, there are lots of miracle workers, even in India. There's one guy, in my, when I was teens, he used, to, he, he used to have a big hair. You know, I don't want to tell his name, most of you know. You're recording. His hair used to be so big, and he will take out lemons from inside. One of my friends said, he, uh, why don't he take pusnika, you know, <laughs> pumpkin out of this, because it will not come through this, you know. Anyway, but you know what I'm who I'm talking about. I mean, his dynasty is gone, and there's billions of dollars on scam. But this is the thing. Hmm? But, you know, so there are lots of, we can present Jesus even as a miracle worker. We can even present Jesus as a poor man's best friend because he was a buddy to the poor. You know, we can present Jesus as a revolutionist because he didn't follow the system of the world. He was something like Che Guevara. You know who is a Che Guevara? Hasta la vista para la siempre. You know, that means victory forever. You can present Jesus. I mean, Che Guevara's hairstyle and Jesus, the modern Jesus looks almost the same, you know. I once had a Che Guevara t-shirt. I went to a youth convention to preach in Spain. The pastor is ultra-Pentecostal. He didn't allow me to preach. He said, why are you wearing this? I said, that time I didn't have that much maturity. But, you know, sometimes you want to provoke people, but you provoke people for sake of provoking. It doesn't make any sense, you know. So, uh, and then I have to say to him, you know, I'm sorry, and I changed my T-shirt. Same Holy Spirit, but T-shirt didn't work. <laughs> so anyway, so we present, we can present Jesus as a freedom fighter. We can present Jesus as an activist. We can present Jesus as a liberator. We can present Jesus as an arbiter, you know. And we can present Jesus as a problem solver. We can present Jesus as a wise man. We can present Jesus as a humble person. We can present Jesus as a justice fighter. We can present Jesus as an example for ethics. I mean, he did, he, he was like, man, he was a fighter for ethics. He was, he was not compromising, you know. And we can present Jesus as a champion of women's right. The first person he, he revealed himself is to women. I mean, he, he included women. The first, the most important topic of worship was not happening. It's not recorded. Probably made up told about what worship is, but the record written statement what we have is to an immoral woman who's been married five times. He was telling, worship the Lord in truth and spirit. We never hear he gathered all the three people together. That, you know, he had the three inner circle among the twelve, the seventy, twelve, and the three. He never said, this is my secret for worship. Write it down. Take notes. No, he didn't say. If not take notes, take a screenshot. He didn't say any of those. <laughs> he just said, to a immoral woman who came for water, he said, my goodness, through worship, it's truth and spirit. So you can present Jesus even as a cultural revolutionist. You can present Jesus as a voice to the voiceless. You can present Jesus as children's best friend. 
You can present Jesus as a holy person. You can present Jesus as an example of, of impeccable character. You can present Jesus as a steward of resources because he multiplied the five loaves, two fishes. And then he said, gather all those things. Don't throw it away, you know. You can present Jesus as a bridge builder. All this is true, my brothers and sisters. To present all this, you don't have to be baptized by the Holy Spirit. Do you know that? You don't have to. Because this doesn't require for you to be baptized by the Holy Spirit. You don't have to possess his power. All you need to do is to know about Jesus, not necessarily know him intimately. There's a guy, a Muslim debater, Zachariah, I don't know what's his name. He, 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 he speaks like that. Huh? Like that. He speaks like that. You know, and he quotes more scripture than many Christians. He quotes. I'm, I'm like, he quotes. He knows. I'm like, wow, this guy knows the Bible. There's a Nigerian black lady conference in, in YouTube. I don't know whether you saw that. She talks to him about Jesus being the Lord and Savior. I mean, it's fabulous. He he became speechless. <laughs> Stops. He's Moses' grandchild, I guess. But anyway, but the reality of the matter is, you can press. You can you can do all those things without the Holy Spirit power. But listen, this is where it comes. But to present Jesus as God who became a son of man and through him we have been given access to his life and original intent. That good ideas won't convince anyone. We need the baptism of the Holy Spirit. To preach Jesus as God, we need the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And the church today, we lose that part, the main essential gospel. That's that we read here in the book of Acts. We don't preach that. We preach a moral teacher, a guy who plays. That's why we have song like Father Abraham had many sons. You know that song? Many sons had Father Abraham. I mean, we, we can have that song memorized. I memorized it when I was small. I still remember. But what is the reason of memorizing the song? It's not to, you know, Mama, instead of that song, I'm memorizing this song. It's not that swapping of from a context of cinema songs to a Christian song. That's not the reason. Why? To bring this reality. Who is Abraham? The father of faith. Is this faith life is in me? If it is not, I'm just memorizing a religious jargon. Do you get my point, what I'm trying to say? So this is where it gets to present Jesus as God who became a son of man. And through him we have an access to his life. We need the anointing of the Holy Spirit. The above list I shared was 24 things. What Jesus can do. Or Jesus did all those things. You know, anybody can do that. Che Guevara did that. Okay, Mahatma Gandhi did that. Mandela did that. You know Mandela? He was in 27 years in South Africa in prison. And when he was given second year result, he was released. But he said, no, I want all the 14 tribes, Zulus, Zonas, you know, they have tons of 14 tribes to be equally seated in the parliament. Then I will be, they did not allow him. 27 years he was in prison. Okay. But let me tell you, to do all those 24 things I mentioned, be an example for ethics, humble person, justice, fighter, wisdom, wise person, problem solver, arbiter, liberator, activist, freedom, fighter, revolutionist, miracle worker. You don't have to die. You can just do it. But Jesus is God. 
For that, he paid his price. The son of man, C.S. Lewis says, the son of God became a son of man so that the sons and daughters of men can become sons and daughters of God. That exchange did not happen to, through any other person, not through Sai Baba, not through Gandhi, not through Mandela, not through Martin Luther King Jr., not through any of those beautiful people, not through Mother Teresa, none of them. They all beautifully did. I appreciate, I respect, I have a deep respect, you know. Even for the Buddha, I have a respect for them. But they won't deserve my worship. You understand? I mean, some of the Buddhists, their, their way of treating the animals, they think, you know, we Christians, we don't even think about it. I mean, as long as it is fried and chili on the paper plate, we, we go for it, you know. But they have, I have a respect for them. But they don't deserve. If their gods don't deserve my worship, why? Because I was dead. And I am alive. Because of the last Adam, Jesus. Does it make sense? Rabbi Zechariah says, Jesus did not turn the bad person into good person. He turned a dead person into a living person. That's why we are different. That's why we say Jesus is the only God. Because the list of the list, everybody has done, you know. There's one king in this, in the South India was there. His name was called Pari, you know. He's a part of the Pandian or Cholan. One day he was going, you know, in his chariot. And the, the creep was on the floor. He said to the creep, you're on the floor. You need a, something, stick to climb, you know. The creep needs, no. There was nothing there. He left his chariot there. Noble act. You know? But man, I have respect for that. You left your chariot. Will you leave your Maruti 800? You see a creep? <laughs> will, I leave, will I leave my Innova? No. I mean, creep, you drive over it. You creep. <laughs> so I have a respect for them. But they don't deserve my worship. Why? Because Jesus... Instead of my neck on the altar, he said, Father, let my neck be taken. You see this? That's why we are different. That's why we have. So when we take this center gospel and move it and we present others and we other people who are doing better, they will say, well, I can be a revolutionist without Jesus. You know, you go to, you go to Ambani and say, God is going to bless you, brother. Double portion from now on. You are like, I have more than double, excuse me. Hmm? God is going to give you unlimited data. I created unlimited data. Hmm? If you come to God, he will give you, not only you, your family, combo offer. You know, we do combo offer. Hmm? You pray for us, I will pray for your whole family. Join our subscribers club. Hmm? I don't want to go into details. So we, we, we messed up. I messed up. You messed up. We preach something else. I mean, I ask this question. Why in this world, you know, like us, we are here, no? Our business we do with, for example, Shanti Bakery. How many of you bought stuff with Shanti Bakery? Yes? Yes. We eat in Darling. We eat in Surabi. We eat in Chinatown. We eat in, uh, what are GRT, that opposite, that... Uh, you know, that Bida, BD show, BD show, hundreds. You know, we eat in hundreds. We eat all those people. We do business with Irish. 
you know we do business with darlings you know none of them don't believe jesus and they are more prosperous than us financially yes or no we go with the mind more than 1000 rupees we are not going to spend yes or no how many of you said to yourself that i am going to spend only 800 rupees and then you spend 1100 and you'll be thinking what do i do for three and we say god double portion release release captive captive free you know but this is not the gospel but somehow i always think i drive this you know there's a guy aruri hospital i mean this this guy built a crores of rupees pvr theater let us go to selvam and say selvam god is going to give you selvam i my name is selvam selvam means treasure do you know in tamil <laughs> so how have we come to that conclusion because we took the peripheral and made it into center we need to go back we need to go back we need to go back to preach the gospel that jesus is not your servant you get to live if you believe jesus and i know that's a raw gospel but that's what they preached and that's why verse 37 says they were cut to hearts they the bible says the literal greek translation says they tore the clothes i'm not going to tear this but they tore the clothes and they said brothers what should i do anybody comes to us and say ayya sharon benny i would tear my clothes what do i do to be saved you know a god wants to bless you brother he wants to increase you i see a new beginning in your life i see this i see that we have messed up let's keep going i i can stay here for long but what happens when the holy spirit this is where i'm going to wrap it up what happens when the holy spirit baptizes us i mean gives us his power empowers us number 1 like peter we'll draw some lessons five things going to go quick we will have boldness so we don't dilute the gospel we just say jesus is god that's it he's not one of the gods he's not a god who is going to scratch your back he's not a god who says everything will be all right son you know you know this song don't worry about a thing everything gonna be all right you know we kind of we give this reggae tone to jesus oh, he's going to take care he's your buddy he's not your buddy you have so many buddies on facebook keep them as your buddy he came to rescue you because you are on the path of death that's the raw gospel hello we have boldness number 2 which is equally important the five are equally important that's what in the happens in the life of peter joy of the lord will be our strength what is the joy hope filled christians not hype not something just you know i'm confessing i'm getting it i'm going this no it's joy it's this we, we live in a different reality eternal life does not stop after we die do you know that for christians eternal life does not stop people say now he is with jesus where were you before the worship leaders sometimes they do that church are you ready to enter the presence of the lord my question is where were you before in the presence of somebody else presence of your mother in law maybe i don't know <laughs> you know <laughs> the presence of the mother in law and the presence of the lord you need divine touch on that but that's a different topic we're not going there that's why peter you know <laughs> denied jesus anyway <clears throat> <laughs> now the point of the matter is we christians joy filled christians do we have joy is not happy showing all your teeth you know it's not joy it's the 
even in the midst of profound sadness and loss, there is something deep inside of us. There is hope because we have read the end of the story. Christ has conquered. The death has been beaten up and overcome. Jesus, upon before him in the front of his throne, every tongue, every language, every people could brow down because that is what I saw. Amen. That's, that's the gospel. Number three, people will smell no religion on us. This guy who ran away when confronted by a little servant girl. You know, servants in those days, 2,000 years ago, a girl, a servant girl, a girl cannot even witness. They cannot come to synagogue. They have to come along with the lepers late and leave early. You know, there was a guy called Ravi Ulcer. I don't know whether he had ulcer, but he said this, I would rather burn the Torah if women are entered inside. They have 613 laws. Out of that 100 laws are just for women, what they should do, what they should not do. So, people smell no religion. What does that mean? They smell Jesus. Do you, don't, I, I'm praying that for myself. And when I come, when your name comes to my mind, I pray, God, I pray that they will smell. People come closer to these guys. They will smell no religion. What does that mean? That means we are not from this world or from the systems of the world. You know, one of those things is like, you know, we have this religious gestures. Praise the Lord. Yeah, by God's grace. Inside you are like, no God's grace. You are crumbling inside. How are you? Man, life sucks. But still I'm holding up. Amen. Not, not cover it up. Not to have this pretense you know, Sunday we have this beautiful pretense. One of my friends works in a cafeterias and she said, Sundays are the worst days to work in American cafeterias. Why? Right after church, people come with this very weird attitude towards their restaurants. Can you imagine that? That's not a good sign. Some of you have plans after church to go and eat out. You will be the best tipper. You'll be the best host person that they ever hosted in the restaurant. Why? Because you don't carry. Because Christian living is not just confined to four corners. It's every area of your life. Number four, we live and experience supernatural in natural ways. We've been searching for this uh, playground. Everywhere, different, different court. Finally, we found one in Coimbatore. And we went and explained to him, this is our budget. This is what we can do and this is what we will be doing. And that guy cut the clause to 40%. He cut it down and he gave us a price which was according to our budget. And uh, we paid 50% 20 days ago. And then table for us today, they came and installed it. And uh, I overheard Patrick was intensely talking with one guy. And uh, so... Patrick was sharing his journey, how God healed both of his kidneys. The doctors gave up both of his kidneys and they said, nothing is going to happen. No future for you. And God healed. As he was sharing his testimony, that guy's eyes are all teary. He said, my mother is going through dialysis. This can happen? I've never heard a story like this. Is this can happen? And it was dark. It was 9 o'clock. They came early morning. It finished 9, 9.30 in the night. And uh, before he left, we prayed for him. And we prayed for him. His eyes were all teary. And he said, I've been in this field for 15 years. 
I've been doing this playground all over Tamil Nadu. They do government contracts also. They're big, big shots. Never one person who could look into my challenge and speak life over me. What was that? There's no spiritual, there is no religious con connotation to it. Just simple thing. You can experience supernatural, natural things. There's one of the ladies who are part of the family support program. Both of her lungs are completely collapsed. They went to CMC, two days they kept, and then they told her it's going to cost 40,000 rupees per day. You take her to the government hospital. Maximum three days, four days she's going to live. This guy calls me. says, Anna, what to do? I have two kids. We are supporting the oldest one. She's doing a third year visual communication in, a, in Auxilium College. Part of your tithes and offerings helps her studies. And we say, call. I don't know what to do. Me and Patrick went to this government hospital. You know, I don't know whether you've been Adukambare. I mean, it's, you know, you go inside for something, you catch, catch something else, you know, and you walk inside. I was praying, you know, protection for me and I, Patrick first, you know, because you, the, the people, how they live, their condition was crazy. And the Holy Spirit said, go and pray and tell Jesus is the Lord. She had this thing tied up around her and I went to Samyara or something, said, that's not going to save you. Jesus is the Lord. He is the Lord. You receive it right now on your bed. Started praying the Lord's prayer. You know, just what Peter said, silver and gold I don't have. You know, what we have in the name of Jesus, get up and walk. She stayed for a week and then sent out by the doctors. They said, you're fine. They, she was kept on incubator. I mean, the, what is the thing thing you put on for 24 hours and now got cleared up couple of hours in the morning and evening now she the doctor said that also you don't need it just go she's discharged I don't know how long she's gonna live but that's up to him but my part and Patrick's part is to preach the raw undiluted gospel the Holy Spirit is still at work it's still at work amen and last but not the least with this I will wrap it up we become the fifth gospel you know, the world around us have never read the first four Gospels. Never read. They've never read. They don't know what is Gospel according to Mark, Luke, John, Matthew. They don't know. They don't know the synoptic Gospels. They don't know the Gospel of John. You know, only in the Gospel of John, John talks about the Father, Jesus who loved. No other Gospel says about John like that. He gives himself a own title. The disciple whom Jesus loved. No other gospel. In Mark you read, it says John. But in gospel of John, he says, John, the disciple whom Jesus loved. He had such, I mean, low self-esteem or such assurance, I don't know. He put it there. He put it there. I don't know what you call, but this is what I want to call about myself. Jesus is John, disciple whom Jesus loved. Nobody has read those gospels. But if they have an opportunity to read you, and if they like you, they might go back and read the first four Gospels. My prayer is this, that we will be that fifth Gospel that build bridges from hopelessness to hope, from sorrow to joy, from darkness to light, from death to life. Let's all stand up. Here are some announcements. 
If you have missed any of our sermons, you can watch them by logging in on Papa's House through YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes and Facebook. We have a family support program where we support single mothers and their children by getting provisions through finances and opportunities to earn a livelihood through small businesses. Every Friday through our homeless feeding program, our team prepares and distributes food packets for homeless people in and around Velour. We would encourage you to join us in this program by either preparing or distributing food packets and also by considering making your generous contributions through your finances. If you consider yourself to be a part of Papa's house, then we would encourage you to send your tithes and offerings. But if you are visiting Papa's house for a few occasions and led by the Spirit and you feel that Papa's house has made a difference in your spiritual life and your connection with Christ, you could consider sowing a small seed through an offering. We would make sure it falls on the good soil so that it reaps a good reward from God. You can find the details of the bank accounts and Google Pay should you decide to send in your offering to us. We will intimate to you once we have received it. Also, here are the links on how you can reach and follow us.